great day this is going to be, huh? You can just feel it. Spencer's out there. The birds are dropping a gigantic load all over the cars in a lot. It's going to be tremendous. Sensational. The mosquitoes are the size of Maine, the state of Maine. I killed a mosquito last night. I swear to you, it had to be the size of 15, like regular little puny mosquitoes. Just incredible. But we don't want to talk about that, do we? Of course not. We don't want to talk about the incredible goings-on here at WIOD where everybody is losing it. Uh, can we open up while you're there, Roger? Just uh, flip open those blinds here because I don't want to miss anything. We might get... Uh... <laughs> we might have some brawls out there in the hallway today, okay? They're going nuts! And I love it. I mean, I'm the kind of guy who just likes, you know, coming every day and everything goes along quietly, but... But having been in the business for over 30 years, I know that's an unrealistic, unrealistic expectation. So if you're not going to have that, you might as well at least have some uh, fisticuffs, some uh, insanity and screaming. and uh, It's just amazing. It's just incredible what goes on here. Yesterday, one of the people, we have all these people that wander around in the hallway. There was a guy from Arbitron in Atlanta who waited around yesterday to meet me. Just loves this show. I hope he's still in town. I hope you're listening right now, sir, because I said the same thing to your face that I'm going to say on the air. You're full of crap. And he admitted it. I said, you people don't know how to, uh, how to survey this market. He said, you know what? You're right. They haven't got a clue. None. Zero. And uh, he was going on talking about, well, the next trend's going to be a lot better. I said, it better be. And he didn't know what I meant by that. But uh, they haven't got any idea what's going on here. But why should they be any different from anybody else? Mindy Frumkus leaves Hot 105, ending the Mindy and Malo era, says Juan Carlos Cotex in the Miami Herald this morning. Juan Carlos Cotex, who wouldn't know a radio if they inserted it in his puppet. He writes, for example, during the first year of the Mindy and Malo era, Hot 105 was on top of South Florida radio ratings but ranked sixth in the spring rating survey behind Power 96 and 99 Jams. Sixth in what spring radio rating survey? There is no spring radio. Uh, so the spring book is still like only a month. We have one trend from it. The spring book won't be out for almost two months, Juan. He ought to work in our sales department. Because he ain't got a clue. None. I don't know. I'm kind of toying with the idea. I wasn't going to mention this on the air, but I was called into a meeting yesterday afternoon at 2 o'clock in a perfectly good frame of mind, leaving this building, as I usually do within 30 seconds after the little hand hits the big hand, with our general sales mangler. And one of the... This, I have, the reason I tell this story is because I think it can be a valuable lesson to everybody out there in uh, the world, not just in Radioland, but who works for slimeballs and uh, geeks, which is most management people at all levels. And since we have had some serious consternation here recently, not just affecting me or this program, but our entire operation, there have been some certain things that I've said which resulted in a meeting with our salespeople, which is forthcoming Monday morning at 8 a.m. in this building. However, prior to that meeting taking place, I guess it was decided by certain powers that be in this building that it's time to use the Cox Broadcasting Technique 102 of take the asshole and put him on the defensive and blame him for everything so we don't have to take any heat. Even though we're incompetent, we got no idea what's going on. And I looked this man straight in the face and I said, do you really think I'm going to sit here and listen to this crap? Do you think that I'm a child or an adult? Do you really believe that this is going to be effective? I had a stroke over, just over a year ago, 
And there's one thing important to me, and that's staying alive, as the Bee Gees would say. I'm not interested in playing games with people. I'm not interested in horse crap. You know, when my dog, the little dog, the big one don't do it because he can't cover it up because he just makes too big of a pile. But when the little dog, I guess most like terriers and little dogs do this, they go in the yard, they make a little pile back there, a little deposit, and they run about 10, 15 feet away from it, and then they kick their, uh, they kick their uh, back legs into the dirt like they're covering it up. And you know what? It never works. It never covers it up. It don't even come close. Sales people are assholes. Oh! I'll get to uh, Richard Salas's latest piece in New Times, by the way. There's a new letter to the editor in this week's edition, which is really... And I know you're out there listening, Dick Baby. By the way, there's another guy named Richard, so we can add him to our Dick of the Month Club. Getting back, though, to my point, my little lesson in life for everybody out there in Radio Land, because let's face it, most of us do work for other people. If you're one of those folks who has your own business or your own hot dog stand, I say hats off to you. Hallelujah. You'll probably live at least 20 years longer than the rest of us. But one of the things that happens when you work, and the interesting part of it is, when you work for corporations, the bigger they are, the more the bureaucratic crap, okay? And the greater the chain of command. So we have all these meaningless people in between the top and the bottom to try to kind of, to act as buffers, buffer zones. We, got more, we have more chiefs than the uh, Seminole Indian Reservation here. No Indians, but all chiefs. Everybody has a title. Now getting to new times, the Neil thing revisited. This means wart, it says, is the headline. Regarding Susan Cole's response, letters May 29th to my letter from last month, I thought I'd better come forth, says Richard Salas, Dick from Miami Lakes, who it turns out as we read this letter, maybe like he may be in elementary school for all we know. Confession of what we do know is he's listening. Confession number one, I did not write the letter to rip into Susan, but rather I saw a good chance to rile up Neil, which is actually pretty entertaining. Confession number two, I will admit to listening to the Neil Rogers show more than I should. However, given the sad state of the radio airwaves in this town, i.e. teeny bop dance music, vulgar rap, angry anti-Castro rhetoric, oldies on AM, etc., I don't believe Neil is the entire problem, he says. I've been crushing my dial left and right, AM and FM, for a while now. I find plenty of garbage. Confession number three. I was reprimanded by several people in school and at work. In school. Is that like pre-kindergarten? Which school is that and what grade is it? And at work for referring to them as simple-minded, lethargic Joe Sixpacks. Well, I guess I must have overstated the number of Gilberts living in South Florida. It's astonishing the constant references to me and the people on this show and the people who have been on this show and who call the show and are part of the show. He goes on, Dick does, saying, Don't get me wrong, I'm not going to retract my entire letter. Neil is still a snot-faced wart feeding off the flesh of this community. Give us somebody cool like Howard Stern. Better yet, let's get WFTL to expand their signal into date so we can get Steve Kane and Rick Siderman. I can't think of anybody cooler than Steve Kane and Rick Siderman, quite frankly. And the fact that anybody would put Howard Stern in the same breath with Rick Siderman indicates that we're dealing with a prepubescent child who knows nothing about broadcasting or entertainment and probably should be working in management at WIOD. Richard Salas, old Dick in Miami Lake strikes back again. boy, Dick, I hope you have a great day. And I hope when you graduate, probably pretty soon he's graduating, right, moving out of junior high. Neil, I'm the guy you love to rip on. 
I'm Miami's own. Scotty Mac. 1026 at WIOD. All the celebrities all the time. That's our motto here at WIOD. In fact, Dave Graveline made the marquee out there. I almost smashed into Channel 7 coming to work this morning. I couldn't believe it. I almost did wheelies out there in the parking lot. I just uh, went nuts. Dave Graveline, the new uh, hostess, host of uh, Weekend Magazine on Saturday morning. And uh, being the friendly type that he is, he brought me in my own Soloflex calendar for 1991. It looks very wrinkled, and a couple of the pages are sticking together, but I appreciate it very much, Dave. I want to tell you, I have got something in my hand right now. No, not that. Well, that's pretty funny, too. But anyway, this Disney just handed me a picture. <laughs> if we had TV, I'm telling you. Here's a picture from 19... It uh, doesn't say the year, but it's got to be 77... was around in there somewhere. Or no, it's before that, because he was on doing overnights, 1 to 6 a.m. Larry the King, with a hairdo. Remember that, when they show the old Donahues, and you see that long, the long sideburns, and that gigantic amount of uh, hair looks like a, a wig, like Cousin Brucey's wig? This picture is just incredible. Yeah, this has got to be from the 60s, I guess. The guest list of famous names who have faced Larry King across the WIOD microphone on Mondays through Saturdays, 1 to 6 a.m. Sounds like a copy of Who's Who... Show business greats, politicians, sports figures, top business executives, people from all over the world in all walks of life, bend over and let Larry kiss it. Larry has proven to all these individuals he's an articulate master of conversation and butt-sucking. His informal, easy manner makes even the most tight-lipped open up spontaneously. The result is a highly entertaining show that is the talk of Miami. Oh, if, I could, if we just had TV. Man, you think Howard's got bad hair. This is the most incredible thing I have ever seen in my life. Now, how come I can't find? Every time you want something... Oh, here it is. Way down on the bottom. Nice hairdo, Larry. You look fantastic. You're just incredible, Larry. I had nothing to do with that. 1040 at WIOD. I want to thank Sonny for our salad day. That's all we need to say. We don't have to make a big soap opera and a project about that. Let's try to act like adults, okay? Let's try to be adults and stop being such juvenile Let's grow up a little bit in this country and in this radio station. And in this audience, too. Here's a, uh, well, I don't know what to do now. we got a mobile. Now, you're not going to go away, are you? No. You'll hold on one second. Sure. Okay. Because I have a mobile and Kendall on their dime. Hello. Yes, sir. Yes, I just wanted to say thank you for being frank and very straight to the point on everything you've talked about on this radio station. I've gotten to where I don't even turn it on until you come on at 10. But uh, thanks a lot for that. Appreciate it. Enough of the sucking. Well, thank you very okay. much, sir, for your uh, tremendous advice. Thanks a lot. See you. Sorry to be eating asparagus. Boy, he sure put a lot of asparagus in. I love asparagus. Here's a lady in Vero Beach. Hi, Neil. Hi. How are you? I'm doing fab, fab, fabtastic. Well, I'm really glad to hear that. Have my great salad here from Sunny's Market. I feel uh, full of piss and vinegar. Do, does the management really get mad when you uh, mention Sunny's Place because the uh, advertisement didn't get any money from him? Let me say this to you, okay? I don't care... What management gets upset about if when it's piddly little things? I mean, I can understand if they get upset when you do something, because none of us is perfect, and I've done things that I've regretted. Other, when you're talking spontaneously 20 hours a week, there are things that come out that maybe you could have said better or not said at all. But the fact of the matter is that Sonny sends the puny little salad over here every day. We don't go through a big song and a dance about it. Flora sends food over here every day. And that's it. It's not a big deal. And if, that, and if it is a big deal, we can have another executive meeting about that and spend a couple of hours screaming at each other about Sonny's salad and about his white hair. Hmm. 
Well, we can know, call we can call in the sisters to come down from wherever they live and the board of directors from Cox Enterprises and we can have a big meeting about Sonny's market and whether or not we should talk about Sonny unless he spends fifty million dollars a day on a radio station. Okay. I, I don't know what all the controversy I is. I mean we talk about Spencer who's out there washing everybody's car right now and give him all kinds of free publicity. I don't see Spencer spending no money on his radio station, nor should he have to. You're hostile, Neil. No. But, it, but am I right? Yeah, you are right. Okay. You are right. Well, and it's not a question of being hostile. It's a question of standing up for your rights, standing up and being counted. The problem in this world is most people are wimps. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yes, Not I that would. I'm trying to put words in your mouth, but it's pretty obvious. Most people are wimps. You know, yesterday um, I turned on just before you signed off, and you had Rick on with you for a while. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I've been listening to you for a while. And up here in Vero Beach, where sometimes we get great reception and sometimes we don't, but the show's good enough that, you know, you tune in. Now you make an effort, which is a tremendous tribute to your excellent taste. And, <laughs> and you know, I might not be in the in your market, so your your people don't care what I think, although I do buy Snapple. Well, I care what you think. And to hell with what they care about. I care a lot about what you think. I, I listen to people calling you from Georgia that get mm -hmm. you on top of a mountain. Andrew. I go into a uh, convenience store or I go in to get some gas and I hear you on the radio station there. And, th I mean, this, we're far away from you. Yeah. So I just wonder if, if your management or, or, or the office realizes what they have. You know, I'm, I'm from Boston originally, and, I've, and I used to listen to the radio up there, but I've never seen the following that you and Rick and Suds get. That and is I, correct. I think that maybe they don't know what they've got. Well, I'm certainly going to tell our sales department that on Monday morning. They haven't got any clue what they've got, nor do they have any idea how to sell it or market it or posture it or present it. They haven't got the foggiest idea. And well, if they would what? perhaps pay a little more attention to what's going on here and be a little more involved and a little more, uh, have a little more communication, this station should own AM in this market. Not that we don't. I mean, we do, you know, we bury everybody else. But we should be like 50 miles ahead looking back over our shoulder laughing. I think it should be syndicated. Myself. Yes, uh, yes ma'am. But uh, I was, I felt bad yesterday. You know, I turn on to get, uh, to get, you know, through the day and when I'm driving my business. And I turn on the radio and here's, uh, you know, Rick and Suds who are totally negged out because the management, which I thought was a poor management decision. I don't know what it's all about. But to call these two people in 20 minutes before they go on the air and have a CS meeting and totally neg them out. It, when did that happen? Well, yesterday. You oh, could, it did? You, well, you could tell something had happened because, you know, Suds didn't want to talk and Rick didn't want to be there. And it's not their fault. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm not sure, but I think that had to do with some of the stuff with sales that's going on where they get all these different things foisted on them at the last second well, let me ask that they know nothing question. about. How would, how would you like it? I don't know what you do if you're a housewife, if you work, but how would you like it? Let's say you're a secretary, okay? Uh -huh. And I, you're sitting at your typewriter at your desk, and I come to you and I say, uh, at 4 o'clock or 4.30 when you get off today, you've got to drive from Vero to Jacksonville, and you're going to do a 72-hour appearance there, standing on the top of a, a TV tower, hanging by your thumb, stark naked. Wouldn't you say to yourself, well, wait a minute, at least if I have to do this, why didn't you tell me like a couple of days ahead? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, plus the It's like money. when poor George comes in here sitting down with his mind all geared to getting out of here at 2 o'clock and going home and taking care of his kid and his lovely wife and living his life. And all of a sudden, at the last minute, they say, oh, by the way, Marvin's going to go out and uh, stand on the corner naked up in uh, sunrise today, and you've got to sit here till 6 o'clock cooling your heels because you're just a, a dummy and a peon. I think it requires just a little more organization and a little more, you know, n see, the thing that bothers me is, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh. 
thing that bothers me is I'm not one of these people that asks for unreasonable things. Like when I say the mic cord in here that's been sitting since the day I came here for two and a half years, it's got to shorten it and keeps cutting in and out on the ear, and it sounds like we're in Ocala radio station when that happens. Couldn't we get like a new long mic cord in here that would cost you maybe like seven ninety eight at Kmart or at the Brands Mart? Or so? And oh my <laughs> God, what a, there he goes again. He's starting in again. Or is he quitting? I mean, you know, can't we discuss these things intelligently like adults and solve the little uh, stories of our everyday lives? And the answer in this business is no, because they're just trained to be defensive and psychotic and hostile. And why? Why is it necessary? Why can't you say, hey, there's a little problem here. Let's uh, see if we can do to straighten it out. Well, I think now let's have a bloodbath and toss the things across the desk back and forth and call each other names and take 20 years off each other's lives. Why not just to deal with the problem intelligently like mature adults, which we wish we were? I think if you move to a different station that everybody would follow you. They're all the same. And believe me, this is the, uh, uh, far be it for me, but this is the best of them all, okay? I really is. I, I hate to say that. But it is. I mean, at INZ, it was strictly a case of uh, mommy. Well, I'll take the break when I'm good and ready to take the break, George. Don't be looking at your watch unless you want to stay here till midnight. I have to go. I guess they don't like me calling and talking about this. No, i got to take a break. Oh, all right. What do you mean they? Who's they? Well, do you, you think know. the management is standing outside the window saying, get her off, get her off? The the they suit. don't tell me what to say <laughs> here. When they start doing that, boys, the day that I walk right downstairs to get my check so I can come in tomorrow. Well, I wish you luck. I'll call you again and... Uh and uh, be good. You hang in there. I'll see you in Jacksonville on the tower. Okay. See you later. <laughs> Bye-bye. Okay. Scary tales can come true. It can happen to you if you're Gary Hart. While the wife is away in the townhouse you'll play. If you're Gary Hart A big price you'll pay If with women you play Not once, it was twice You were caught with Miss Rice You're really not too smart If you can't stay apart Now you won't be president Gary Hart you won't be the president, no, Gary Hart. You know, this is incredible. This is amazing. I'm so glad she called. This morning, one of the first things I rushed to look at in my paper in the Sun Sentinel in the sports section to see if we have an article about the uh, getting the baseball team. And if you look under the depressing National League standings, there's this article, Sun Sentinel Wire Services, NL, NL Expansion, Cities Graded Report Cards Next Week is the headline. And it says the National League Expansion Committee will reveal its recommendation to other owners next Wednesday, just before the Major League vote on the uh, two new teams. Philadelphia Phillies President Bill Giles said, Giles, one of the Expansion Committee's four members, said Tuesday the recommendation will be made. Bop, bop, bop. Things have been changing kind of rapidly in the last two weeks, Giles said. We're not 100% sure who we're going to recommend, but we were almost there. We have still not made our final determination. Okay, that's in the Sun Sentinel. In the article here that she just uh, alerted me to on the front page of the Herald, Miami's bid for a Major League Baseball team is the number one choice of the National League Expansion Committee, which has already passed along its recommendation to Commissioner Faye Vincent, it says. And then later in the same article, it says, Phillies owner Bill Giles joined on the committee by so-and-so and so-and-so. And then we move to another page here, page 19. Where the hell is page 19? Uh, 
said Tuesday that committee members have told Vincent which cities they favor. Giles refused to name the cities. Okay, so they're quoting the same person, and one paper says he says they haven't decided yet, and things are changing rapidly. And the Herald, which in this particular case finally knows what's going on, says they've already selected their cities, which ones they favor, and they've already passed them along to Bill White and to Commissioner Faye Vincent. So it just goes to show you. It's like uh, Juan Kotex's article in the Herald about Mindy and Malo and about how they were number six in a spring book, and a spring book and even, uh, it's not even over yet. We're still in the spring book. It don't come out till like, July. Oh, God, the world is full of crap. Let's go to a call from a real city, Cincinnati, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Neil, go, let's go Reds. Well, let's get started, boy. Last night was pretty depressing, pretty bleak. Well, 13 strikeouts bleak, by Conehead. Conehead? David Cohn. <laughs> Anyway, listen, uh, right, do you, do you know who, down there Do you know who David Cohn is, sir? David Cohn, yeah. Yeah. Pitcher. Yeah. Yeah. And he pitched for the Mets last night and beat your ass 4-2 to two and struck out 13 in the process. Hey, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff anyway, happens. Last I heard, Tampa St. Pete was going to get the uh, NL East team. No, 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 they're out. It's Denver oh, and Miami. Den what? I, I want to hear from a real source. Why is that? Because Wayne Hazanga is a multimillionaire who's got the money to pay cash to the National League and write a check for $95 million, in addition to which we have a stadium which is completely finished and renovated for baseball, and their stadium over there needs like 30 to $50 million more work, and they don't have the cash on the barrelhead. That's why. But Robbie Stadium, last time I heard, needed like $10 million in renovation. Robbie Stadium is completely... Where have you been, sir? Are you like I've in... I've been uh, away for a long time. Robbie Stadium is completely renovated. It's all done. It's a done deal. They played two exhibition games there a couple of months ago. It's done. They packed the place. It's fantastic. We're ready to rock and roll, sir. It's done. We got it. The Marlins. All right, so the Cubs are coming down there. Yes, sir, and the Reds, and the okay, Mets. And the Reds, and the Astros. And the uh, Braves. Ooh, that'll be exciting. All right, now... On the on the flip side, what about the Indians? Where are they Where are they going to go? To hell! Thanks. The Indians are in the American League. Do you know anything about baseball, sir? The None. Indians what aren't even in the National League. I know they're not. So then, what are you asking me that for? All right. So you're saying the Indians are going to Tampa St. Pete? Yeah. Right? right. And who's on second? And what's on first? Right. Have a nice life. That's a two in two days, isn't it? We had uh, some idiot from out of town the other day from Atlanta or somewhere, and we get this jerk-off from uh, Cincinnati there on the phone. God, was that our dime? We paid for that? Oh, no, now I know where they're upset. Half of my stuff is, is classic, topical kind of talk radio. The other half of the stuff is just nonsense. What, what, what was that? It sounded like a familiar voice. Very, very, very serial, and I'm sorry to say. Very, very, very serial, and I'm sorry to say. I'm the Neil Rogers clone. I'm the Neil Rogers clone. Sports dude. Doesn't look good. Doesn't look good. I am depressed now. That I am depressed now. I used to be big in Miami talk radio at one time. Well, hi there, caller. I know you think you're being funny, but you're not far from wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, I love when callers do that. Oh, yeah.
That's got to be the worst one. I got to get a new one. That's, he doesn't even go, hey, at the end of that one. Let's get some runs. He should have said that like in the first inning last night. Maybe gotten through to him. It wouldn't have helped. 1127 at WIOD, the Marlins. Look at Phil Costin, boy. His head is all lit up like a neon sign. He's ready to rock and roll up there, man. 81 home games. They'll have to wheel us out of that stadium by the end of the season, man. We'll all weigh 600 pounds. God almighty. Henry will be in a prone position all day and all night. Oh, speak of the devil, man. He's looking for... You're not allowed in there, Henry. Where's that old Larry King picture, by the way? Boy, you'd love that. Did you see it? Oh, man, making the Larry King picture pale into insignificance. Boy, we must be cleaning out the uh, attic, getting the cobwebs all cleared out of this joint. Henry has a picture of his very self from about 1806. That is incredible. That's just... Uh, <laughs> oh, man, I got to see that up close and personal. Let me take a look at that. Wow. Man. God, it looks like he just drank four gallons of Grandma Boone with that spit-eating smile on his face. Look at that. And that slick back hair. But at least it's a little dark. It doesn't have that, uh, yeah. Boy, that's incredible. What was that? What, 18, what, 82, 86? Boer War? 70-something. 70 70-something. 1870-something. Not too far after the Civil War. Well, I'll tell you. Did you see this other one, though? The one that's on here? Larry with a haircut? Take a look at that. <clears throat> oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> what year was that? 60s? That was 1860. 71. 71? Yeah, when he was doing the Dolphin game. Oh, before Dick Gersten nailed him. Okay, it's 11.29 at WIOD. That's terrible. I shouldn't have said that. I love that thing at the bottom about how he kissed everybody's butt and they all love being on a show. Well, at the same time he had that, I had a goatee and long hair. Oh, yeah? That was He's got some of those pictures. Correct. Had nothing to do with that. Okay, he says that about everything. He likes to cover up that past. I can't imagine why. Miami Beach. Yeah, hello, Neil. How are you? I'm doing okay. I saw um, this Larry King show last night. It was the most horrendous thing, but I was up... And nothing to do with that. Yeah, it was the worst. Some guy with uh, like holes in his face. Did you see that? Oh, Larry? Yeah. Or James Woods? Both of them. Hmm. Uh, anyhow, I'm calling uh, to say I'm a Met fan. I'm from New York. The guy wasn't a Mormon, was he? No, I don't know. I think he was a mailman and something <laughs> exploded on him. Okay. And uh, anyhow, I'm going to New York on Saturday. I'm a Met fan. And nothing to do with that. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I called you like September when mm -hmm. the Dolphins were going to play the Giants. Yeah. And we had won like two games in a row. I said, no way, no way. You know, are you going to beat the Giants? <clears throat> well, anyhow, to make a long story short, you know what happened in Tampa. But after the year, I became an actual uh, Dolphins fan. I went to a couple games. Was really? really? Yeah. Oh, about the that. Saw the, uh, the, who are those teams? The Phoenix Cardinals? The Phoenix Cardinals. That was a good game. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. It was all right. Don't but uh, Danny Marino on with Hank tonight, 8 to 11, folks. Number oh, yeah? 13, yep. All right, well, I'm just... They don't uh, make him any better than Dan Marino, sir. I'll tell you that right now. I'm better than Dan Marino. Okay. All right, thanks a lot, Neil. See ya. I'll smell you. The story that rocked Palm Beach in the world. Uncle Ted, dude, throw on some boxer shorts, let's cruise our bar, and rage with some babes. Excellent. Power, money, women, and poontang. Uncle Ted, dude, let's use our infamous last names to impress these babes Swim naked, William Kennedy Smith and Ted Kennedy in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Part 2, The Next Genitalia. Excellent!
Gentlemen! Coming soon to a theater near you. Rated X for excellent. Enough of the sucking. In okay, North sorry. Miami. Hello. Uh, yes, Neil. Yes, sir. Good morning. I was in Las Vegas last week. Yes, sir. I had to go see his palace, and I enjoyed myself up there. Yeah. And uh, I was at the uh, place that you were mentioning as far as that uh, Chinese food. Uh, what was that, the Golden Nugget, I believe? No, I didn't mention some callers. I'd never been there. Right, because I was down there, and they closed it up. Hmm. Well, that's probably why. They made it a pizza, which is not making nothing. They, they, uh, they made it a pizza? Right. There's a pizza place now, and oh. they're really down the drain, yeah. going down. No, that's the way it goes. But when they were making money, they closed it down. But uh, I can't imagine <laughs> why people would want to come down here and plunge their money when there's nothing here. Plunge their money on what? I used to work I'm going to the beach. track mode at Pompano tonight, plunge my money on a quarter horses and those two great races with Jack Moisea from the Meadowlands. But other right. than that, I would certainly well, I used agree. to work at Miami Beach for There's many nothing years. To do and here. I was, and uh, I can't believe people are coming there and there's nothing this there. This isn't Irving, is it? No. Okay. And like I said, sound I'm very familiar to me. You sound like a voice and, uh, from talk radio. Well, I, I understand what you're saying, but like I said, I've been there. And then one, <laughs> in one year, I'm going to be going down to Las Vegas and moving there. It's, uh, You're going down to Las Vegas? Right, because I, I, I'm a retired camp driver. Well, that's good. Great great uh, choice. But uh, like I said, there's really nothing down here to entice the people. Yeah. As far as gambling, it's mm -hmm. just not going to happen. Well, they got a real good Wendy's out there, too, by the way. It's 1143 at WIOD. Don't put him on again. We have an open line in Dade, 75. That's almost like talking to Harvey of uh, Miami Beach, formerly Harvey from Kendall. I think uh, Richard Salas is really Harvey from Kendall and Drag, if you ask me. Let's go to Opalaka. Hello. Good afternoon. Or yes, morning, sir. Good evening. Or whatever. How you doing, sir? Pretty good. Uh, Radio Spy report. Uh, management strikes again over at Y100. What? They uh, came out with a memo of what the guys would do and not do, what they'd eat, what they'd say, how they'd say it, dress code, etc. Oh, man. Are you serious? Uh, Who they, the hell do these people think they are well, they, anyway? They read it on the air, and then they played something, and then they didn't come back. That's my opinion. I'm Mike Disney. Wow. They they walked like 20 minutes to go. Who, who are we? Who is the they? Not uh, the morning guys. Yeah, the morning guys. The morning guys? That's the only thing they had over there in Y100. They were pretty good. Yeah. They're, they walked? It's assholes. When, yeah. did the, when did this happen? This morning. Are you serial? I, I don't listen to them normally. A guy right not, not, not Wait a minute. Not athlete's foot. He didn't walk, did he? The, the morning guys. Well, he's part of the morning show. Yeah. I, I they walk to it normally. A friend of mine that I ride around with, he listens to it all the time because he likes what they do in the yeah, morning. Yeah, they're pretty so. good. Yeah, it's better than a lot of the other stuff. Mm -hmm. And he was sitting in the car waiting for me, and he said they just read this memo, and we listened as we went to the next place, and and uh, they didn't come back. They put the galleries on after them. I mean, I know Paul Jerkball from She or whatever that guy's name is, but they're pretty, they were pretty good. Yeah, occasionally funny. Yeah. They got pulled off the air. They got, they got yanked off the air? Yanked, huh? Yeah, George just said they got yanked. Wow. And taken off the air, too. What if that hurts? Yeah. They probably got, like, Danny Jackson probably got a groin pull now. <laughs> I'll be damned. Well, maybe they can pitch for the Cubs now that they got some free time. We'll take anybody. Yeah. Well, thanks for the info, sir. We can probably explore that in depth right now. We'll probably get a whole bunch of stuff about that, some straight poop on it. Take care. Thank you. Okay. Boy, look at this. Uh, we needed the... I just get the feeling that uh, this whole place is getting out of touch with reality. We just don't know what's going on. My good friend Neil Rogers. Mike Disney's Jewish, would you believe it? Fleetwood Groover, Gary Bruce, too. Oh! 
Henry Barrow's Jewish, could you conceive it? And good old Phil Costin is too. Johnny Dark is Yiddish, can't you smell it? Winfred is Ileana Garcia too. As a matter of fact, all the Cox employees are Jewish. Since I fell in love with you, Yvette Milligan. Since I fell in love with you, Milda Ganchinelli. Since I fell in love with you. Wow. 1151 at WYOD. We have an open line in Dade, 751-9463. Miramar. Miramar, how you doing? Okay. Okay, Neil. Yeah. Yeah, first time caller. Fantastic, and sir. Welcome to our little party here. Yeah, and guess what? I heard you during the war. Yeah. All right, so I heard you a couple weeks ago saying, where the heck are those people? That's right. Well, right. that's like three now, I think. Yeah. Well, I got a little interesting story. It goes back to what you were saying about uh, don't be a wimp and stand up. Right. Right. Saturday, my wife went up to a uh, veterinarian up on County Line Road and 441, and she parked her vehicle out there. Calls me at about 10.30 frantic saying that the car was stolen. <clears throat> went up there and met with the police, and we took a police report. About three hours later, she's going back up County Line Road, or going back up 441, and she noticed that the vehicle was parked there. Hmm. She called me at home and says, hey, the car's back here, and guess what? There's four new tires on this thing. <laughs> and I'm going like, what? You know, what are you talking about? So I go back up there. Lo and behold, about three stalls down is Tire Kingdom. And I'm met with a uh, manager, and he tells me right away that a woman came inside and ordered four new tires on a '88 Silver Dodge. Yeah. Well, mine's an '85, right? And mine's charcoal gray. So he tells me the first thing he says, uh, we identified the car, the key fit. And we brought your car in and put four new tires on it. He says, what we need to do is to turn around and take your car, put it back in there, and get the tires off. I what? Said, yeah. I says, no way. I don't, I don't understand what you're talking about. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. Okay. Who, who brought your car there? My wife was at a veterinarian. But who brought your car there? My wife. She was at the vet, which is like two buildings down. But who brought your car there to the entire kingdom? somebody inside tire kingdom how did they do that no 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 oh, another woman came in and said i want four oh, new I tires on my, my car mind. yeah on my car well, oh her, i see what you mean so they got the wrong car i got gotcha. you they fit my vehicle well that's great that's comforting to know isn't it yeah boy oh boy and then they turn around and tell me that i got to take my car in there and take the tires back off well of course no no way. Oh, you get the four tires? Yes. I didn't authorize them to work on my car. Yeah, but it wasn't their fault. It was a... Uh, but mean, you don't identify a vehicle by the key. You identify a vehicle by a license plate. So somebody screwed up. So what's the bottom line to it? The bottom line is this guy, he turns around and wants me to sign a contract and everything, waiving them of any liability. Yeah. And I said, no way. So what happened? I walked away. Did you you got a police case number? Sue me. Yeah. And? I'm waiting. So you, so you got four new tires. Four new tires. So what are you complaining about? I'm not. I'm saying stand I'd up. I'd kiss the ground. Exactly. Kiss I'm, the I'm ground. The other like a would, frog. Other people would turn around. Right? Oh, yeah. That's right. You're right. No, I get the point. I mean, it was a little convoluted, but I finally got the point. Right. Yeah. So, hey, stand up for your rights. Good job, sir. Okay. See ya. What is he talking about?
Okay, now that kind of backed this poor guy in Palm Beach up against the news now, right? I can make it quick. Okay. I hear that uh, Ron St. John is uh, on his way over to Paris uh, to the French Open. He's going to be doing the play-by-play between uh, Chabertini and Chalish. <laughs> no, that's not Ron St. John. That's Boom Boom. Well, whoever, the guy that, uh, you know, with the S's. Yeah. But my question is, what happens when they go to Deuce? Oh, boy. <laughs> it's in the bag, pal. See you later. <laughs> Thanks. Boy, she must know Vampira. Chuck's Meyer, Chuck's Meyer said uh, his wife got 30 bites at, uh, well, that's okay. I don't want to get into it. 12.15 at WIOD said, bite this is what he said. Well, he's upset the Pirates lost for a change last night, but we lost too to make sure we don't close any ground. We want him to have at least a 20, 30-game lead by the All-Star break. We have an open line in Dade. Seven, I was thinking during the break, by the way, that we could kind of steal a Dolphin song. And just insert the word Marlins. Miami has the Marlins. The greatest football team. Nah, see that? Well, baseball team. We take the ball from goal to goal. Well, that won't quite work uh, from base to base, huh? Like no one's ever seen. We're in the air. We're on the ground. Oh! We're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl. Or something like it. Don't forget Dan Marino, Mr. Football, with the Hank Goldberg tonight, 8 to 11. Bill Costin cleaning out that room closet in there. He just brought me in an old picture of Hank, too, from 1979. Boy, you think he's fat and ugly now. There's an open line in Dade County, 751-WIOD, Miami. Hello? Yes, sir? Neil. Yeah. First-time caller. Great. And I'm also George's mechanic. Really? Yeah. Boy, good luck to you. You must be a miracle worker if you keep that <laughs> I, thing going. <laughs> We're trying. Listen, I just wanted to ask you a, a question. Uh, why do we need a baseball team so bad here in Miami? I mean, every time I turn on the radio, that's all we're talking about is baseball, baseball. Maybe I'm being ignorant or something, but, uh, you know, what's, what's the big deal about baseball? Did you dump me? No. He no. dumped the phone. I dropped the phone on the floor is what I did. I mean, dropped the um, oh, mic on the floor. Probably broke it. Is that because of my question? Yeah. You, Noel, you must know George. <laughs> Mr. Anti-Sports. You've heard of the Antichrist, Mr. Anti-Sports. I just, I love baseball, but... Uh, then, then well, if you love baseball, why wouldn't you ha- want to have our own team here? But I just think it's... Having good. a baseball team in a community kind of melds... Oh, there's that uh, boogie board spot. I'm sorry. What was I saying? Oh, having a baseball team, like, unifies the community. It brings us together. It gives us a focal point to rally around, and especially in this town, God only knows we desperately need it. It gives us an identity. I agree, sir. It helps us stop being such a little Bush League parochial uh, slimeball Yahoo town. I know that, but, uh, I mean, I just thought there there are other issues that we can constantly, you know, put this all this energy into. What do you mean by issues? Do we discuss issues on this show? Well, no. No. I don't know what you really discussed on, on your show. I mean, it couldn't be very important because it's only the major story on the front page of the prestigious Herald today with a big picture of Wayne Azanga. Miami bid for baseball ranks number one, so it's obviously not an important story. Well, I, I get it from all angles. My daughter works for the Herald. That's the other thing. That's all I hear about is baseball. Well, because it's a big story. It's the most exciting thing to happen here since we got the Dolphins, and that's a long time ago. That's 26 uh, years ago. Well, I guess it is important, then. I just... But I'd ask the question. Oh, one last thing. I'm I mean, gonna... it's look, it's not as important as the fact that people are starving on the streets and that uh, people are getting slaughtered all over the world. But again, you know, we have to operate within the context and the confines of human priorities, which are all screwed up. I can't change the human race, okay? I just can't do it. Well, I didn't so you it. may be able to pull a miracle to make George's car run, but I can't pull off the miracle that you expect. I, I understand. One last thing. 
Could you do me a favor? I doubt it. Not after this intemperate call. No, what, what is I it? I want you to do is, is just uh, hit uh, Rick Riley over the head. Wait a second. Uh, Rick? Rick, you got a minute? <laughs> okay. That's it. That's See all you. I wanted. See you later. Boy, it's cold outside. Wish I had a warmer coat. Or a hot bowl of soup. Now you can have both. Huh? Scarabco is back. And now we're ready for Old Man Winter with Crabco's sensational thermos coat from Crabco. Imagine a rubber-lined coat capable of holding up to five gallons of scalding hot chicken soup. Is it coat yet? Of course it is. So just put it on and you'll feel like a million noodles. <laughs> now you're cooking. Look at him pop. Look at him moonwalk. And if he's hungry, no problem. He'll just open the flap on his specially designed sleeve and start sucking. <laughs> There's a lining that really sticks to your ribs. Get it? Of course you will. Get one for your dog, too. What? Yes, it's Crabco's sensational thermos coat. Available in chicken, minestrone, and clam chowder. And all for the unbelievably fantastic super low, low price of just $9.95. Yes, $9.95. How do we do it? Volume. Just listen to how loud I can talk. So get your Crabco thermos coat today. And remember, at Crabco, we always say, if you buy this, <laughs> you'll buy anything. Enough of the sucking. Okay, one tw uh, 126, that's wishful thinking, I guess. How about 226? 1227 at WIOD rhymes with heaven. And we got a call from Richmond, VA. Neil. Are you in a VA hospital or in Virginia? I'm in uh, Virginia. Well, that's your problem. <laughs> I called you a couple of weeks ago. Hey, they, they're going to name the team uh, what? The Jackoffs. No. What are they going to call the team? They were saying it before, those other guys. The Marlins. The Marlins. Is that the name they're going with? Yeah. That ain't too bad. Who cares what the name is? I mean, it's interesting to, uh, you know, for fun to talk about, but what's the big deal? Oh, I don't know. We're getting, get I mean, is that the best people can say? Well, we don't like the name, or what's the name going to be? We're getting Major League Baseball in his horse and buggy, godforsaken minor league slimeball, uh, just refusing to come into the real world town. Well, no, I thought And that's the best we can hear is some idiot before calls and says, oh, I don't like the name. I shouldn't be Florida. Who cares? They can call them the slimeballs for all I care. As long as we got a team and we got real Major League Baseball, we get the Cubs and the Mets and the Cardinals and the. Braves and the right? Dodgers and my the Reds. Happen. What? If I had the ability to do I'd take you out here right now and kick your goddamn teeth in. What's going on over there? Anyway, uh, What is this number? Are we getting all nuts from out of town? Is that it? We used to get, like, good calls from out of town. What is What is your story, sir? What is the porpoise? I, I, I'm out of as touch. As Flipper would say, what is the porpoise of this call? I'm out, I'm out of touch. Well, well I just want touch to... this. 1228 at WIOD. We have an open line. I mean, they do that on our dime and absolutely destroy this entire show. We have to pay for it. What's in the, uh, what's up in the air there, by the way? How about Boynton Beach? Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. I got scared, scared this morning because I want his team down, down here too. So I get the uh, sent Sentinel up here. So first thing I do since I, since I want his team is I turn to the business section. Mm -hmm. First page of the business section about Wayne's little company here. And it turns out that Cox wants to sell about 82 of their stores. Right. And I guarantee you the owners, I mean, that's what they're reading. And as soon as I read this, I told, told my wife, I said, let's hurry up and get this done with. And I just think that everybody up there is, you know, reading the same kind of kind of information. And the power where he was the one, one you know, owner and what everybody really thought was going to be beneficial, I think they're really pulling back and looking at that now. 
And, uh, you know, like, I'm really concerned about it now. I don't know. They're pulling back and looking at what? No, that, uh, no, I mean, no, I mean, the big thing that they were looking for is they wanted the one, you know, powerful owner. Yeah. They didn't have to worry about, you know, where, where they didn't have to worry about anybody else. But now when they're reading things about uh, his stock's gone down 40 percent this, this yeah because this godforsaken company is selling all those blockbuster well, stores that. and they're going to deplete all of his uh, reserves and he's going to be in a poorhouse right. and so we can blame Cox Enterprises for uh, costing agree. this town Major League Baseball. I agree with you, Neil. So I'm going to have another big screaming match with them in the hallway this afternoon, just like I did yesterday. That's why I wanted to just mention. I'm going in that conference room right now and slam that door and everybody else on the outside. Okay, and then and, and I just want and I wanted to ask you just just basically one more thing. Uh, you know those uh, barrel uh, those Henry those Henry Barrel things where he does what he's done over the years. Yeah, I've only heard this one one time. He said something that he helped to disclose information that brought on Watergate or something. Did did you ever remember re- remember hearing that one? Where no, I can't. I really can't. <laughs> okay, Neil. Okay, thanks a lot. I think you're hallucinating, sir. Maybe okay. you've been drinking the same stuff Henry is. No, no. Ask him. There was one where he made where. He made reference that he was influential in disclosing some information that brought about Watergate. I'm not making that Henry, up. do you remember that one? No. Oh, okay. Okay, thank his, you. His memory's a little weak. Maybe he'll remember by tomorrow. Okay, thank you. See you. Do you have trouble dealing with reality? Are you constantly being told to get a life? Do you find that your best pickup line is, I've got money? Well, you could be suffering from Johnny Dark's disease. Millions have been afflicted with this debilitating disease, but now there is something you can do about it. Hello, this is Dr. Irving Abramowitz. Now there is something you can do about the nation's number one cause for loneliness, Johnny Dark disease. Here at the Center for Continuing Research, we believe there is a cure. We haven't found one yet, but we are confident that after you spend your money here, you'll feel somewhat better. Come in for a free assessment today. Don't walk around with your head up your ass your whole life. Do something about it. Call 1-800-I'M-A-LOSER. $35 the first minute, $2.50 each additional minute. All models over 18. I'm in the morning. Wrong one. 66 WNBC. Okay, it'll queue up pretty soon. 148 at WID. The only reason this guy comes in here is two reasons. One for free Snapple and the second praying that I'll talk about him and give him some attention because he knows that nobody on the coast even knows that he's on the air. Johnny Dark, oh! See, the reason you're not there anymore is if you would have had that oh! in the jingle, you'd, you'd have been a hit. No, don't put his mic open. I got a lot of calls here. They don't want to hear your crap. Deerfield. Yes. Yes? Ask him to hold. Yeah, ask him to hold. He's on an important call here. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm doing okay. Good. Tell uh, that so guy to hold. This guy's on the air on a very important radio show. You know show. the trouble is, though? He's calling me from Chicago, and he's got my Cubs tickets for Saturday. Right, so I don't want to put him on hold for Should too I put long. you on? Let me put you on hold. That's all right. He'll call me back. No. He I'll works put... for me. It's okay. Oh, well, screw him then. Yeah, exactly. Well, he works for you, so you like to browbeat him and just uh, yeah, play Butch Boss. Yeah, he's not even going to the game. Make his life miserable and treat him like some kind of a suckling and always blame him for your own stupid stupidity and incompetence like they do here at WIOD. No, really, I'm Where we play guy. Cox Broadcasting, let's turn the tables one. 2, 3, and 4 on everybody. you, you got to do something Call people in and try to browbeat them and make them feel useless and humiliate and degrade them in front of everybody. Exactly. When, when it's the incompetent assholes in this building are the ones that are letting all that money fall through the cracks. Even the Rockefellers never saw the money they let fall through the cracks. No wonder they got to sell all those blockbuster stores. They probably can't even afford to pay the payroll with the kind of stuff that's going on back here. And what were you saying? You feel better now? No. Okay. Because we're not getting the team yet. 
what's the deal? I'm sitting here at my desk. I'm just reading a uh, notice from Major League Baseball that I got because we make some MLB products, and it's telling me how to get my uh, how to get my artwork for the new teams. That well, I got news for you, sir. It's in limbo. We've have been. I wouldn't put it quite exactly that way again, I hope. I, uh, it's awful. I'm to kind of delete that from our agenda here today, but I can certainly relate to your feelings. It, uh, I'm it a sucks. hardcore baseball fan. I've never yeah. been to Wrigley. It'll be well, it was supposed to be a week, a week from today, and we got the big thing in the Herald on the front page, and I'm getting everybody all, all hyped up. We got baseball fever, ba-ba-ba, and uh, now we got to wait because uh, they're all busy playing, playing politics and playing a bunch of crap. It must be big because it's the only thing uh, people call you about. No, it's not the only thing they call me about. Most of what they're calling is, is they hate baseball and are sick of hearing about it. I haven't heard that. Oh, yeah. We've got a, a whole bunch of little pinheads out there, a little pimpleheads who are too small to care where you're jockstrapped. They don't understand what it really means to a city to have... Exactly. That's my point. Well, not only that, they don't want to have it because they don't like that. They don't want the city to be cohesive. They like uh, this stress and this uh, hate and this constant uh, crap that goes on here. They thrive on it. They enjoy it. If you've ever been in a major league city on opening day and you oh. really get to know the Not just on opening day. Just well, walk, yeah, into, really walk into Fenway Park or Tiger I've Stadium or, Fenway Rig on opening or Wrigley day. Field and you just uh, feel the electricity and the atmosphere and everybody's having a great time, win or lose, and it just all, uh, it's great. In closing, Neil, yeah. do something about those Henry Barrow spots. What, is, what Henry Barrow spot? They're, they're terminal. You mean the ones that everybody keeps calling in and talking about? They're awful. I wish I could do something about it, but you know what? No, I can't. I really can't. Have a great day, sir. You too. Bye. 150. Did he say you too? Oh, man. Brings back memories of Stan Major, doesn't it? You too. Well, one thing about Stan, his show may have been occasionally a monotone, but boy, his taste in music was luscious. Stan's a great American. I wish him well. I hope uh, he gets a life. Well, it's a 152 at WIOD. That's a hint for him to call me later so I find out what the hell's going on. He's uh, finagling and uh, dealing and wheeling. Maybe he'll win the lottery. Here's a mobile in the Gables. Did that uh, slip out what that guy let slide there? No, it was uh, not on the air. We, but you got to hear it because you were on the phone. Well, it was, uh, wasn't was it? worth it, to tell you the truth. No, it wasn't a real good one. No, it was, uh, it was like he did it on purpose. I really think we're going to get screwed. Do I you? really do. Well, you know, that happens so many times here. We're getting used to it. That's exactly it, because I've even been uh, hesitant to talk about it, even with my friends, because I don't want to put the whammy on us. Yeah. And now, I mean, okay, so before when they made the announcement that uh, they were going to postpone it, it was bad. But now that I find out that Cox Broadcasting is involved with Blockbuster, it's like a death knell. Oh! Yeah. What's the connection there? I I really, seriously know nothing about that. Yeah, well, that. Cox Broadcasting bought uh, several months ago a whole bunch of Blockbuster stores, and they were like, um, you know, and pumped a whole bunch of money in there, uh, which Hosanga naturally was uh, dancing in the streets about. So what's the difference of Cox sells their stores? It doesn't affect Hosanga at all then, right? Cox well, it brought, it brought his uh, stock way down. Or so I don't know. Well, you're asking me about finance. I know nothing, okay? I'm just lucky to be able to get my paycheck out of them every week. We're I know gonna, nothing about it. I just feel like... But right in other words, his stock has dropped like a rock, okay? We're going to get screwed, but with the F word, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's bad news, but it's not as bad as the Reds are playing these days. The FS and the Oh, B listen, did you see that in the Mets game last night when Cohn and Harrelson got no, the uh, Chuck, shoving No, Chuck was telling me about that. I was busy watching the Cubs get pounded, and I occasionally turned over and saw some of the uh, Mets game, but I didn't see that. And, of course, Harrelson, you do understand, after another couple of losses, Harrelson will be out. You do realize that. Well, if he 
people, if he starts uh, messing with the star players, I mean, not that I'm a David Cohn fan, but he's really all they got on the mound. Right? He was awesome last yeah, night. Yeah, well, the last two starts, the Cubs, he was uh, just tremendous, and last night he was uh, unbelievable. 13 Ks, and he just, all, you see, the thing about Cohn is he's either brilliant or he sucks horrendous. And he's going through this little phase where all of a sudden he found it now, but I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't count on him well, for I don't 10 have